0: a hymnal and turn to number 230 as we sing together, O Little Town of Bethlehem. Let's stand as we do.
1: your bulletin today. Our focus is love. Advent is a time to celebrate God's love. God's love is pure. We celebrate by loving our neighbors as ourselves.
2: God's love is
1: everlasting. We celebrate by loving the Lord our God with all our hearts. God's love is all our We celebrate by spreading God's love to a world in need. God's
2: love is freely given to all.
1: Today, we light four candles the candle of hope, the candle of peace, the candle of joy. the candle of love the light of this fourth candle reminds us that God so loved the world that he gave his only son and that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life and God did not send his son to condemn the world but to love the world and to set it free Let's pray. Gracious God, as we ponder your great and eternal love, we think of our own limited understanding. We think of the words of Nelson Mandela. People must learn to hate, and if they can learn to hate, they can be taught to love. Teach us to love as you have loved, and help us learn to share that love with the world
0: around us. Amen. Here's the Old Testament lesson for this fourth Sunday of Advent. From Micah chapter 5, verses 2 through 5a. But you, O Bethlehem of Ephrathah, you are one of the little clans of Judah, From you shall come forth for me one who is to rule in Israel, whose origin is from of old, from ancient days. Therefore he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has brought forth, then the rest, has brought forth, then the rest of his kindred shall return to the people of Israel. And he shall stand and feed his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God, and they shall live secure, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth, and he shall be the one of peace. The word of God for the people of God. And we pray together as we remember the prayer he has taught us, saying, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom the power and the glory forever. Amen. The high holy days of the church remind us most clearly what God has given to us and remind us of the reasons we give to God. God, we give you thanks for all you have given, all you have done for who you are. May our lives and who we are be pleasing to you as we share and as we give. In Jesus' name, amen. Standing, and let us turn to hymn number 246 Joy to the World. I've said it before, and I hope that someday somebody will uh, put the gospel according to Luke to music, because there are uh, several good songs in Luke's gospel, and it uh, seems like each time or several times when he's telling stories, the uh, character in that story will just break forth into singing. Luke was Broadway before its day. So here, this lesson, a rather lengthy lesson from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 1, verses 39 through 55. In those days, Mary set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, and exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me that the mother of my Lord comes to me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leaped for joy, and blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for He has looked with favor on the lowliness of His servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is His name. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. According to, this, to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham, and to his descendants forever. The word of God for the people of God. Do you like music? Most people do. Now, most people are kind of particular about their music. You know, they don't like all kinds. And uh, the same thing happens in church. Some like gospel and some like sacred music. And, uh, but, but we've all got different tastes. We've all, uh, you know, we all, we all have our favorites and, uh, and I guess our least favorites as well. But uh, music, you know, music is a great way to uh, get a message across. It uh, it appeals to us in so many ways than simply words could do. Now, uh, if you know music, you might understand the significance of some of the things you see on a page. If you open your hymnal and you you look at the notes and you look at the lines and You remember when you were first a child in church and you tried to read a hymn going down that way and then you realized you had to go one, two, three, four and then two, two, three, four. And that's a good way to learn because later if you got into the band you had to count a lot of things. One, two, three, two, two, three, three, two. But uh, there's a significance to the way music is written as to how it should be played and whether it's supposed to uh, sound light and airy or to sound foreboding or whether it's uh, to be a song of praise or a song of despair or a song of comfort or just a, just an idle melody. I won't sing you some of the songs my mother and daddy taught us when we were riding in the car but uh, They were just to kill time on the road. Uh, Yeah, I might sing them sometime, but not now. Uh, Now, music is like that. And we we understand whether you know music or not. You get the idea of what I'm talking about. You know, all those things have their significance. But I, I want you just to wonder with me for a few minutes about any number of things that have significance. Things you may not have ever thought of before. The significance of where and when you were born. The significance of that woman who gave delivery to you at your birth. The significance of the man who was or wasn't there. The significance of the other children who were at home when they took you home. Or the significance of the next baby they brought in. Before or after you had had enough time to mark your place in the house and in the family. Think about the significance if you were born in the United States of America. Now I know there's at least one in here who wasn't born in the United States of America. Maybe, maybe two or three. I'm not sure. But uh, just imagine, just imagine the difference. Now I've got to be careful. I'm getting my sermons mixed up because, you know, tomorrow night's sermon has, has more to do with imagine. But that's okay. You can imagine a little bit today. But do it with wonder because what's the significance of all these things? It's made you who you are and where you are today. It's put us here. Now, I could go into a lot of other things, you know, appointments, Moving after one year, moving after two years, moving after three years, moving after seven years when I thought I was going to be there in eighth and retire. But, uh, here we are. Now I'm still trying to figure the significance of the fact that, uh, let me try to get my compass straight. Would you, would you say Coker Creek's that way? Pretty much. Coker Creek. Murphy, Murphy that way. Is that, okay. My grandfather Hampton, my mother's daddy, was born right over there in Murphy. My daddy's daddy, Orrin Reed, was born right up there in Coker Creek. And here I am, almost equal distance from the two spots. And I, I, know, I know where those places are. I've visited them many times with my grandfathers, with family. And it just seemed significant to me when I was told I was going to Copper Hill that I'd been here before. But then I realized I've only been to Copper Hill maybe one time. But I've driven through Ducktown a lot of times. Um, you know, that's another significance. You could be born close and not be born right here in this town, or but but just I don't know where you where you're from makes makes a world of difference for good or bad, and you never know. Because for some people, the same place, the same family can be a ruin to them. And for other people, the same place, the same family, the same house can be a blessing or or a cause of, of great success. Now, I don't know that there's anything insignificant in our lives if we pay enough attention. I you know, I feel there must be because you can't go through through a day, you know, you can't go twenty four seven totally alert and aware to what there is that might be significant. Besides that you gotta sleep part of that time. But the fact of the matter is you never know what might be significant, and you don't know for sure what the significance of that is. You've probably spent days, months, even weeks or years wondering about some experience or somebody that, that you met somewhere along the way. Just wonderful, what? Why why can I not forget that? Why why does that It still says something to me, and I'm I'm just not sure what. Or uh, sometimes it might come to you in a flash. Ah, now I understand. That's what my mother meant. We've all warmed ourselves by the fires that others built. We've all drunk from the water. of of wells that others have dug. And one time or another, we're all like that little bird sitting on the wing, just cheerfully singing away. Because the bird that sings, oh, shoot, now let me, my mother forgot a few things too, but uh, she had Alzheimer's. Uh, On the branch that swings sits the bird that sings, knowing it has wings. Now, in a way, what I'm, what I'm moving toward is the significance of words, and the words that remind us of who and whose we are. And so, when we when we come into this season, and when we come this close to Christmas, it's uh, I mean it's 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 just a matter of significance that, that we, we have four candles lit to to remind us of, of hope and peace and love and joy. See? Uh, it, it's, it's, it's significant that uh, we read the stories of the prophets talking about a woman going into labor before this thing can happen. Talking about a child being born. And uh, it, it's a matter of significance that that there was a prophet who talked about Bethlehem of Ephraim. Smallest town. No bigger than Copper Hill. Or even Duck Town. Or Turtle Town, for that matter. There's a significance to all of these things. And uh, the significance is we're reminded that God is significant within the life of this world and within our own lives. Nah, you know, God, I'm not even sure God's there. God doesn't play a significant part in my life because I've always made my decisions and I've always, no, 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 But, but I'm telling you, God has a significant role in human history and in uh, in our lives, more than we might realize. And uh, we see it in one person, Jesus. And we might argue today whether he was human or divine, and the church has always ended up saying he's both. He's both because you can't decide which and uh, you can't have one without the other and so he he stands for us as a way to, to understand God and a way to know that God understands us and he stands there as, as a sign of God's great love and our salvation and for those who will Will recognize it. He's he's there for the hope of the world. And if the world ever needed hope, we do now. But remember, it's not hope for our way of life or for our personal victories alone. It's it's hope for the world, the whole world. It's it's hope for life. Um. Uh, and yet, when it comes down to that, there's one other thing I want you to remember today. Your life has significance. Your life has significance. If you're a parent, obviously it has a significance for the children you, you were part of birthing. If you're a brother or sister, your life's had significance, more or less, with those other siblings. Your life's had significance to your own parents, believe it or not. Your life has a significance in the neighborhood. Sometimes to the strangers that you never know who see you and who notice what you do. Now, where does that leave us? (laughs) is that a good thing or is that a bad thing sometimes I'd rather not be seen but I can't stay in the house all day and all night for too long a time I've got to get out as a pastor if I spent too much time in the house then I may not be a good sight to the people outside anymore uh, your life has significance I want you to know that. Your life does have significance. And so what you do, what you say, where you go, how you act, what you read, what you sing, what you listen to, all those things will have some significance for you. And our hope is, like Paul Thorne saying, I hope I'm doing this right. Um, Don't you feel that sometimes during the day when you go through one situation or another? I hope I'm doing this right. Let's pray. God, we hope to live right and hope that our lives have a good significance to others and uh, we would trust you that uh, as surely as Jesus was born and lived that you are living with us and uh, directing our lives so uh, help us learn to listen to watch, to pay attention to uh, see those people, those things those incidents of significance and uh, to uh, hope that our own lives, our own words and deeds will be of significance to others. In Jesus' name, Amen.